No cap. All facts. Here we go. Hello and welcome back to the Manology Project Podcast, where we discuss what true manhood looks like through discovering our value, identity, and purpose in our relationships and personal success using godly principles. And yes, I am your host, Quentin, or you can call me Q. I just want to say how you guys been. It's been a long time since I've been on. And um, I just want to just jump right back on into it. We're still stuck in the quarantine. I think we're about at week seven or eight or something like that. So hopefully everybody is staying safe and, you know, wearing their mask and their gloves and, you know, trying to abide by the laws and the rules that are going on to try to stay safe out here. Uh, but just wanted to get back on here. Won't be on here long, but I did want to make sure that we got in and continue down our little series here where we're just talking about uh, what do fear what do we fear as men and why is it so hard for us to talk about it uh, what ties us up in a knot you know t- our tongues into a knot to what we really just can't discuss uh, what we actually fear or what we're afraid of um, we can go down so many you know the long list of of fears that men may be maybe have uh and when we're talking about relationships uh, or either their personal success um but when i went to go try to do some research on it i found out of course you know commitment is like the number one uh, and it's probably because that's the biggest push from like ladies <laughs> and i think ladies just really you know they push on that the men can't commit they're scared of committing and so we just want to talk about not really the commitment part but maybe some things that may um, maybe put a little pressure on us um, to make sure that we, you know, on why we're not committing as men and then talking more along the lines of those things that actually impact us. And then why are we not really sharing our true feelings behind not committing and just using the old, you know, crazy saying that, you know, it's just a piece of paper, which is like unbelievable that we use that as a small little way of getting out of uh of uh of a marriage or 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 being in a a serious relationship with someone and just using the old piece of paper as a as a tool you know to downplay commitment and um it's just it's just really bad that we use that but to me it just seems like we're afraid of something you know for all my fellows out there is listening, you know, we're afraid of something and we all have something that we're afraid of and really only we know it and God knows it. Uh, but it may be time for us to really just address it with ourselves. I'm not telling you to go and pull together a brotherhood circle to, to start, you know, pouring out your guts, but just really look in the mirror and just say, Hey, you know what, what, why am I not talking or sharing or trying to get through some of these things that are actually holding me back? from being able to commit 100%. And so I just have one thing here. Uh, number one thing that I think we're going to talk about is like the fear of rejection. Like, you know, we put that on ladies and we make it seem like, you know, the rejection is all woman-based and it's not uh, because men have a a very strong, you know, view on not wanting to be rejected. Um, I think that's why most of the time we strive to have so many material things so they can kind of, you know, kind of crank up our ego, 
try to make us appear to be, you know, way better than what we really are. And if we can, you know, appease a woman by having, you know, money, cars and all that stuff, then we don't have to deal with the fact that uh, that we really have a problem with being rejected. And one of my great sayings that uh, that I use is most men have to be able to look at themselves and say, if I don't have absolutely anything, am I still enough for this woman? You know, like, am I still enough for her? And I think we have a fear of the rejection that we just may not be enough without all the other things that, you know, all the materialistic things that come along the way that we fill, you know, these empty voided spaces in our life. Uh, with and, and and we really think that that's something that women are really going to plague into or not even really plague into but something that they're going to take and put at the top of the list like you know yo this guy's got everything so that's why you know I'm in love with them and you know after being married for 22 years you find out that women don't even really look at stuff the same way we think that they do uh, they like it but they really prefer trust, protection, honesty, loyalty. Uh, so these are the things that they really want. And I think that for men, the fear of rejection come because from a value or an identity standpoint, we don't even know if we can actually uphold those things in such a way to give them confidence in us. So that's why we don't really go for the strong woman who can make her own bank all the time because basically she may not need us at some point. Do you get what I'm saying? Like at some point, you know, this relationship kind of have, uh, you know, if it gets a little dull, she doesn't really need me because she can do everything herself materially. And the thing is, is that that mindset has already pretty much destroyed the relationship. You know, even though you guys are having a great time, you're you're living it up and everything, but in the back of your mind, that fear of rejection will always show itself. So that's where you get all the, uh, you know, why are you always trying to see where I'm going and stop trying to check my phone and don't check up on me and and all this stuff so that they can have some type of control um, over the situation uh, when basically, you know, if you love someone and you you're trying to build a relationship together that you would actually want to let them know where you're going or, you know, what you're doing and stuff and to be able to invite them into your, you know, innermost space. And so what I'm finding is that um, because I do a lot of counseling for young men, single and married. And what I found is that when we sit down and start talking is that most of the time they'll tell me stuff that basically that they have been afraid of talking about any other time. And these are things that actually either hold them back, manipulates the situation, which ends up ruining a relationship um, or, or just anything that actually, you know, remotely feels like success feels like failure. And so when we look at rejection, you know, I'm a big, I, my, my mind always thinks back all the way back to, you know, childhood. So right now, most men are raised by single mothers. 
I raised my hand. I was raised by a single mom. Uh, my dad wasn't totally out of the picture, but we were raised predominantly by my mom. Um, and so if not done correctly, then you get a bad view or vision of what a woman is all about. Because all your life you're being told what to do by a woman. You've been controlled or strategized or, you know, um, pretty much everything about your life is being organized by a woman. So unconsciously, you know, uh, this is not something that you do on purpose, but unconsciously you will act out in some type of way sometimes um, if it had a bad negative impact on you. So say your mom didn't, you know, try to have balance and, and, and all that stuff in the house where it was, you know, she was too heavy one way or the other, too controlling, uh, abusive or whatever. It'll change your view about a woman. And so now you're trying to actually go to be in a full on relationship. And so what ends up happening is that now you're looking through the lens of whatever took place at your house from your mom. Um, and the thing is, is that there's a lot of young men that have, uh, uh, fathers are in jail. Then the mom is at home, but then she's nowhere to be found. So now You've grown up with a rejection, not only from your father, but then rejection from your mother. So now you insert this young guy at 22 years old, no matter if he's got a Harvard degree with all the trimmings. Right. This dude's got everything. Uh, but personally, deep down inside of him, he's really never dealt with the rejection from his mom and how that made him feel. And so what happens is you get into a relationship and then these triggers start hitting or these pressure points that you didn't even know were there start hitting. And then not all of a sudden I, you be, you start getting on the attack. Uh, but the thing is that you are never able to identify them because most of the time we as men, we suppress. Hey, I'm guilty of that. I mean, I came out of a, 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 a very difficult situation. My mom and dad getting divorced when I was 10. And so I had to suppress a lot of stuff because I had to help my mom at a young age. And so, you know, we get into the grind a lot earlier and you don't ever really get a chance to process stuff. Um, I thank God that my mom was saved. And so she prayed for like three years straight <laughs> to try to, to make sure that we were great. Um, you know, and my mom also opened up a thing called the round table, which was, uh, she would always call us all to the table and then we would actually be able to tell her how we really felt about, um, the situation that we were in, um, about how she was as a parent. Uh, and it was just all truth. We were able to spill all that information out. And then, uh, and this was out any, without any repercussion. And so no one got in trouble. No, got, nobody got, you know, uh, punishment or nothing like that. But she did open up an avenue for us as uh, boys. Cause it's three boys in my family and one girl. And so me and my brothers were able to share our feelings about how we were feeling about the situation. And I must say that I take my hat off to my mom, uh, saying it was Mother's Day, you know, uh, on Sunday, uh, that my mom played a very strong part in doing that and to making sure that, you know, as far as she can actually personally get down to dig out some of that rejection, you know, because divorce automatically brings on a rejection. Uh, if your father or mother goes to jail, that brings on rejection. Um, a parent that's not there from the beginning 
rejection just settles in. You automatically feel it rejected or abandoned. And so we're taking this into our relationships, which then uh, affects, you know, other areas of our life, like our personal goals. Sometimes a lot of, you know, I, I'm right now in 2020, it's like a major grind. Everybody is grinding like crazy. Um, and what are we grinding for? You know, men are grinding because they want to take care of their family. They want to do better. They want they you know, they want to have this better life uh, and everything. And the thing is, that it's OK to grind. It's OK to make more money. Uh, but really digging into yourself and making sure that personally uh, that you're healed and cleansed and, and, and ready to take on the responsibility of more. Uh, because more money and all of that stuff is not going to really heal you or change what the outcome can happen when those triggers or pressure points are hit. Um, and then you'll find yourself in some situations like, how did I end up here? You know, I, I, I wasn't raised like this, but you wasn't raised like that, you know, directly, but indirectly things happen inside that home that has impacted you or me. And they don't really come out until we get into relationships, whether they're personal relationships or business relationships. Like, you know, when when that, because both of those type of things actually are always put through fire and test. And so when they're put in a fire and a test, the real you ends up showing up. Um, my biggest thing is that when crises hit or uh, an argument or a disagreement, you know, of a high degree then the real you show up. And so that's when we really find out who we are. And so most men shut down in arguments. Uh, they pull away, they walk out because rejection is just that tough that, you know, instead of just sitting here and, and really going through things and trying to make things work and talking them out, we'll flee the scene of the crime scene, you know, so that we don't have to, either be rejected in some type of way, demeaned, you know, or whatever, but we'll walk away versus actually being able to sit down and discuss and talk things through. Um, I think without having a great mentor or a great father in your life, they can actually show you how to get past things that happen in our lives, then it becomes an issue. Uh, so yeah, you know, 2020, <laughs> it, the biggest thing is that man just won't commit. And I think that Sometimes, not all the time, but I'm just saying that rejection could play a part in there because, you know, when you're a young guy and, you, and you're 15, 14, 13, you know, remember the first time you went out and you started trying to get numbers um, and, and trying to talk to girls and get those numbers and stuff. And so that very first girl was like so tough to get a number because it was like man, well, you know, what if I'm not good looking? What if I'm not this? What if I, you know, is my shoes looking sweet? Uh, you know, does I have on the right clothes? Did I, should I put cologne on earlier today? Or did I have a haircut? I said, and so what it is is that the biggest thing is just being rejected, you know, by the girl. And the thing is that it's a 50-50 chance if you get a number anyway, regardless if you have on any of this stuff or, or, or not, because uh, basically what we never know is what the girl is actually looking for. So we're trying to put ourselves in the best position to get noticed when basically and that's all just so that we don't get turned down. Right. 
uh, but not really knowing that the young lady you're about to go talk to, you could be 1000% her type. Uh, the, the real you could be a thousand percent her type. Uh, but with that rejection in place, it puts us into a position to where we perform or, you know, uh, we start to try to show a different image of ourselves because we think that that would be better than being the real, our real self. Right. So we create, <laughs> and you know, that rejection is a beast because many men create images around who they are to survive out here. Um, and basically at home, there's somebody totally different. Um, and so, and, um, and our, my last one, I talked about that Will Smith thing. And so we find out that those images are created. And I think, uh, to take that first episode that we had and to tie it in here with this one is that it's because of rejection. Uh, once we find something that works and people like and love, we'll stick with it. And then sometimes it'll have us acting outside of our morals and our character because we're we're afraid of being rejected. We just don't want anybody uh, not accepting us. And then you move into this new culture where we have Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, all of the YouTube. And so now what we're doing is now we're trying to create another image and basically the the world has literally capitalized on people just being fake. <laughs> so now what we do is we create images of ourselves and then we promote that. And it's not even a true us. Uh, and this is the thing, right? I'm talking about it and I do, I'm a podcaster, right? So I'm a content creator. And so the same thing is that for me is so my biggest thing, even for me is taking a step out to be a podcaster was, uh, helped me back for about a year and a half basically because I just didn't want to be rejected. I'm like, nobody's going to want to hear me talk about anything. You know, I don't have any substance or something, you know, like what value do I have? Uh, and I told you like, in this podcast is literally based around true manhood and discovering and talking through, you know, our value as men, our identity as men and our purpose as men. Uh, so uh, as much as I'm, you know, talking to you, I'm with you uh, because we're all men. Uh, but I thought that this platform would be something that would help us to be able to talk about this stuff and just listen, you know, just really listen to it and go, you know what? I need to look in the mirror and, and start working on some different areas in my life. And that rejection piece is where we're going to start. This is probably going to be about a five or six part series because um, before we can even move on to building up our value, uh, creating an identity within Christ that will sustain us. Right. So we want to be sustained in this, you know, whatever we're doing in business and relationships, we want our identity to be sustainable and, uh, and then our value to be marked and stamped and, 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 and honored and valued. We want our value to have value and be valued. Right. Uh, and in order to be able to do that, we've got to grab hold of some godly principles and we got to get into finding out exactly what does God call for as men. Um, and he he's calling for a, a lot. Um, and, and probably on the next episode, I'm going to really talk more uh, on the faith piece so that I can really talk about it. Uh, but we really want to look into understanding, you know, why do I feel this way? And then why can't I really just talk about it? And, uh, you know, as, as kids, most men. Uh, we're suppressed 
all of our feelings are always suppressed when we're younger. I mean, I have a son and, you know, the boys, they're whiny, they're crying, just like everything. It's just like, dude, you can't just cry for everything. Right. And so what you end up doing as a dad is like, yo, you know, you need to cry for specific things. You know, you're hurt, you're bleeding, your mom is injured, I'm injured, your sister's injured. You know, so we try to get parameters around this. So, you know, when I talk about things being suppressed, these things are done at a young age. Uh, so we don't want to, to to us to cry and all that kind of stuff is to really look like we're weak. But you find out when you get older, you get in a full relationship for 22 years, then you find out that, uh all those things we were told that yeah, those are actually strengths uh, because uh, ladies are looking for something different than what we're coached. Right. Uh, without being able to cry, you it kind of tampers with your sensitivity. Um, and like I said, if I'm crying, am I going to be rejected because I cry as a man? And then we think that all women want men who don't cry and who sag their pants and go to jail every other month, you know, and that's not really the case. Uh, there are a group of ladies who may enjoy that, um, you know, and kudos to you, but there's a group of ladies who don't like that. Uh, the thing is that how do we become the true, our true selves? And the only way we can do that is that we have to start facing some of these things that hold us back, that, that put us in handcuffs. And I'm going to tell you what, the very first thing that you have is rejection. Rejection is from the devil. I mean, that he, that's if the rejection would have you isolating yourself and have you being quiet. Uh, you know, you don't want to really make friends because you don't want people to think of you a certain type of way. And you can't even be in a relationship, nor can you have a successful business if you can't handle rejection. Uh, you'll find out from all the rich and uh, um, the, all, all those rich guys that are that are just killing the game, you know, uh, they talk about failure and rejection more than they talk about the success because everything that success is actually there to get comes out of failure or rejection. And the thing is, like I said, is that if you're held captive by rejection, then you'll never grow. If I was held by rejection, I would have never started a podcast. Right. And I run two podcasts. And I have a clothing, a Christian apparel company uh, that I run. Um, but it took me a minute to get past the fact that nobody will like it. And and that's why I wanted to talk about that as a first, you know, crutch that actually hurts us as men is that. Uh, and it hurts, you know, women as well. But as men, since we're trying to do and build uh, we don't want to be held down by these things that, you know, can really hinder us long term from a relational uh, standpoint and in a personal standpoint, uh, because we don't want to just be great at business. Right. So there's a lot of men that are very successful in business and they're vulnerable and they can just they take rejection and they take failures. But then at home, it's not the case because the level of. You know, there's a there's a big difference in business, you know, in business, there's no heart to heart connection with someone else. And so when you're in a relationship, it's a heart to heart is singular. It's just you and that person. Um, and even if you have those kids, it's just a home environment that, man, if I'm if I'm rejected in this, I'm you'll be way more destroyed because basically over here, you know, I can always build this business back up. I can always get a loan. I can always do this. But over here. 
uh, we seem to look at relationship failures as the greatest failure of them all. That's why people will stay in bad relationships past the time that they're supposed to. Is because, um, and that's why I said that looking at it as a piece of paper is just stupid talk because people really take relationship failures as the one of the greatest failures that could ever happen in your life is to get a divorce. It's like super impactful, right? And this even comes from two people who in the marriage appear like they hated each other and they did everything, right? But if they get divorced, you, you feel some heavy shame that comes on you um, and that heavy shame because you were actually rejected. So even though you fought tooth and nail in the marriage, at the end of it, the divorce brings upon rejection. And I think that that's the part why people don't get divorced right away. They may do it later, but they don't do it right away because ultimately you've being rejected. And as men, we have to learn um, that counseling, you know, can be your friend. Uh, I, you're going to hear me probably talk about this on most of my podcasts that as men, we need to find a small group of guys that we can talk to and bounce things off. So we can actually share those things, those fears that we have uh, with someone, you know, someone productive, someone who actually has either been through it or is just a confident that you can actually put a trust in that can actually help you walk through some of the stuff. So um, we really want to put ourselves in a better place uh, because ultimately we want to start raising our value. And then, you know, like I said, solidifying our identity in Christ uh, and then our true purpose because we're not you know even though everybody is busy and we're doing a bunch of stuff uh, your true purpose will always have some service connected to it um, and and that's what we want to do is that at the end of this we want to serve people uh, that's why I enjoy doing the podcasting with this one then the relationship decoded with my wife uh, because it's a service to people uh, that's purpose to me. P- purpose is basically something that's going to serve someone else uh, because it's a godly purpose. And uh, so that's what I'm really seeking is that I can always be a help to someone else in some manner, uh, some way. Uh, so I'll be pretty transparent when I'm talking uh, because I want to make sure that, you know, you can see and hear who I true, who I'm true, who I, who truly I am. And, um, and then, you know, we could build a bond, um, you guys, uh, my email address is uh, Q Crumbie, C-R-U-M-B-E-Y, the number two at gmail.com. And you guys can leave comments there or questions that you may want or even a topic that you want to want discussed on here. Uh, sometimes I roll solo on the podcast and then sometimes I have friends join me to discuss some topics. So, yo, please leave some there either in the comment section right here on the uh on any one of the social download platforms. Um, Make sure you share the podcast with many guys, all your friends, Uh, single moms, please get this podcast over to them so they can, um, you know, hear some real men talking about um, uh, some things that we did and and been through to get to where we're at today. So that way it can give them like some, a, a type of a blueprint to help them with their young men as they growing up and so um i think that's gonna be it 
thank you guys for joining in. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, this is part two of what do men fear and why are we so afraid to talk about it. Uh, I look to be with you guys next week. We drop every Thursday. And uh, that's it. Peace out.